Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. Tonight's show, A Pinch of Ginger, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your host, Dr. Ginger and Dr. Martin, coming up next. Good evening, and welcome to A Pinch of Ginger radio talk show. Um, once again, I'm excited. I'm excited to be alive. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you're here with me. And I, again, I just want to thank all of the listeners. Thank you all this week for all of the kind words and the emails and the text messages. I just really, truly appreciate you. Um, it, it just, you know, it makes it makes us feel like we can keep on keeping on, as people say, um, when we hear hear the hear the kind words from you all, when we hear when you send a message quoting something that we've said on the air, and and we just really truly appreciate it. We pray that um, we're doing something, saying something that is um, that's helping somebody, that's improving somebody's life, that's enhancing uh, what you already have going on in your life. And because if you're alive, that's a real good start. And anything else from there should be gravy. No matter where you are at what point you are in your life, you, you can only go up and move forward. Amen? And if you feel like you're moving backwards, then, you know, it's time to do an evaluation, sit down, stop, rethink, because you can always begin again. And that's the real beauty of the life that we live is that no matter what station we are, no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, no matter how it's happening, we can always start over. We can always begin again. We can always have a new beginning Lord Jesus, I just bless my own self. Oh, Lord. Okay, so listen. Listen, I just want to, um, I just want to, I want to take a minute. I've asked, uh, you know, folks before to go to my Facebook page. It's please say a prayer because, you know, we should always be praying, but we truly are in a situation and have circumstances where prayer is truly absolutely needed. Um you know, and, and with all the things we have going on around us. And people will come to me and say, well, why? What do we do about that? And how do we do it? And I just simply tell them that the word of God says for these times, we just simply have to fast and pray. When you don't know what else to do, just get quiet and still and pray. Amen. And so, you know, we have a lot going on. I just want to I want to ask you to please say a prayer for the earthquake victims in Mexico today, they um, they they were hit with a 7.1 earthquake today, at, right after the one that they just recently had that was 8 point something. And I think just before I came on the uh, broadcast, just came on the air, I saw that they have already said that there are 95 people dead. And, I mean, there's a lot of destruction. And, and so please, you know, please, please say a prayer for victims of that and the, and the folks in the Caribbean that are being hit by the hurricanes and, and you know, just all of the things that are going on around us right now that we, we've we not seen before. And our little minds can't always comprehend, but God knows what he's doing and he's in control. You know, and I just want you just to take a time and just, you know, pray for yourself, but pray for somebody outside of you. Pray for, pray, pray for, um, PAB magazine that you know she would continue to have the success that she's having and 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 that everything that she touches flourishes because she's she's helping other people 
And so um, you you can't you can't sow that you can't give that you can't keep planning in other people's lives and not be blessed yourself. And so I'm just asking that that God you put your hand upon her and continue to keep her and keep her family um, because you know we what we do is we live in our own little cocoons and um, and 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 we tend to think that. We're the only ones that are going through something when when in reality we all know that that is not the case, and so we just want to just pray for those that are going through. We just want to thank God for all of the answered prayer reports, even from last week. I prayed for uh several people that were in the hospital, and praise be to God, a couple of them are on ventilators, and praise be to God. Um, one of them is actually going home today. One of them is already home. And so God is just showing himself. He's just showing his hand in the midst of everything that's going on. When we think that it's time to turn the towel and give up, God says it's not so. I'm not finished yet. I'm just creating new testimonies. Whew, Lord have mercy. And so let's just continue to play, pray. Please go over, do go over to please say a prayer and like the page and leave your prayer request there. Um, I, I promise you that if you leave prayer requests, the prayers will be done. Trust and believe me because, um, you know, we, we, we just believe that God answers prayer. And we were designed to to pray and talk to him and praise him. We were designed to do that. You know, I just wanted to, um, I, I, I decided that I was going to do a little segment inside of, Inside of the broadcast, that well, inside or outside, which way would you look at it? Of what the weekly topic is, and the segment I want to do is um, that's just the way I see it. That's just the way I see it. And so, just for a few minutes today, I want to, um, I just want to share. I want to share something just, um, just real quick. You know, I, I've. Um, It's a it's a topic of contention, I guess, so to speak. Um, it depends upon how you look at it. You know, I I was I've often I've been talking to people lately. People call and um, talk to me about things that are going on at church and um, how injured they're feeling and how they're being treated at church and um, they don't expect to be treated that way at church and. Um, and I know that I know that some some of you know what I'm talking about, and that they can't di- differentiate between um, the church and the world, and you know the things that are happening. It's like things that are happening in the world are now happening in the church, and things that should be happening in the church um, aren't aren't happening that way. And and I just want to say, you know, church hurt is a real thing. No way am I going to try to minimize it because I've been down the road uh, with some stuff myself. But um, sometimes God will put us in situations and he'll put us in circumstances and um, to, for us to be the light in the midst of the crazy, for us to be the one to make the difference in the midst of the situation, he will he'll stick us right in there. And uh, we're sitting there looking like, okay, God, now, how long do I have to deal with this? And God will say, until I tell you that you don't have to deal with this. And so, you know, I just want to say to those people that are experiencing, um, I call it the church people, the church foolishness, the church drama, the church, you know, there's a whole bunch of, of labels for it. But those of those that are experiencing it um don't recognize the fact that your fight is not with God that your struggle should not be with God that your what you're going through um, doesn't have to do with God but it has to do with people and it has to do a lot of times it has to do with people and their inadequacies and um and and people and okay let's say this you you've got people in the workplace 
And what, what you're taught in the workplace is to get ahead, to get ahead, to climb the ladder, to climb the ladder, to get to the next step, to get to the next mark, to get to the you, – you're taught to keep pushing. And you, and some people know how to climb the ladder and get to the next rung and not hurt anybody in the process. But you have a lot of people who don't care if they hurt people in the process and some people that will intentionally hurt people in the process. And so, and I'm just using the workplace as an analogy. And so climbing the ladder, climbing the ladder, climbing the ladder, stepping on people, stepping on people, stepping on people. You know, you know, as long as you get your next um, position and you get your next paycheck and you get your next pay increase, okay, well, they should have tried harder or they should have, or they shouldn't have been in my way or they shouldn't have. And so you're in this workplace more than you're at home. You're in this work environment more than you're anywhere else. So that's your mindset is you got to get ahead, get ahead. You know, you got to have the big house. You got to have the big car. You got to, and succeeding is a wonderful thing. I had no problem with succeeding because trust and believe me, I tried to make myself better and succeed. I try to make each day better than the day before. And I try to work towards my goals. I try to get closer to my goals each day. And then when I reach a goal, I try to strive for a new goal. So I have no issue, no, 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 look, go for it. Do it. Do what God gave you to do. But you don't have to injure people in the process. And so, But you have that mindset, and then you come into the church, and you're the same person in the church that's in the workplace. You're the same person in the church that's in the world. And so you don't make that shift in the church building because I want to get to the next position. I want to get close to the pastor. I want to be. I want to be the deacon. I want to be da 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 da. da. And if they, you know, if they in the way, oh well. So, you you can't. People don't make. I guess what I'm trying to say is that people don't always make the shift. They don't always um, transition into the Christian mindset when they come out of another mindset because it's so ingrained into, into them. So everybody's evolving and growing. So what I would say, and this is just the way that I see it, because I've been real beat down with the church thing, okay? This is the way I see it. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. I'm a child of God. God put a work in me. And as I'm saying this, I want you to apply this to yourself. I don't want you to feel like this is about me. I want you, what I'm saying to you right now, I want you to apply it to yourself. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. I'm a child of God. God put a work in me. I have to do the work that God put in me. And if I can do that work in a church environment, wonderful. If I can't do it in a church environment, then I have to do it outside of a church environment. But I can't let people stop me from doing what God gave me to do. Just remember that. I can't let people stop me from doing what God gave me to do. And I can't walk around angry with people that God God is growing them. Some of them aren't growing as quickly as you want them to grow. But you have to have yourself in an environment where you flourish. And you have to have yourself in an environment where you're growing. You you need to be in an environment where you're learning. Hello? So here's the way, that's just the way I see it. Don't worry, don't focus on the people around you, but focus on you. You look in the mirror and say, okay, what can I do to make this situation better? And sometimes it means that we have to move. And that's okay, too, if that's what you have to do to make the situation better or to be able to grow what God has given you to to do. Because at the end of the day, um, it's going to be you and God. It's not going to be you and the church people's. It's not going to be you and the work people's. It's not going to be you and the club people's. It's not going to be you and the people on the beach. It's going to be you and God. So you you got to do what God told you to do, and don't let anybody or anything stop you. And that's just the way that I see it. Just the way I see it. Amen. Amen. So look, let me give you a little bit of um, let me give you a little bit of uh, what's going on with 
uh, me and Dr. Martin here in the next month or so. This Saturday, this Saturday is really exciting. Um, September the 23rd, I am going to be playing at the Eagles of Fire conference. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that up on uh, my Facebook page again. Uh, registration is required, but it's there's no admission to get in. There's not a you don't have to pay a fee to get in. So you can go to eaglesoffire.org for more information for that. I would love for you all to come out. Um, it starts at nine o'clock in the morning. That is going to be an awesome conference. It's um, uh, Apostle Blossom Brackman, and look, the Eagles of Fire is a Ginger on Sax affiliate, and I, I just thank goodness for the connection, and and um, I'm really looking forward to God minister, allowing me to minister in song at that event. And then that afternoon, yeah, September 23rd is going to be it's going to be going to be a fun-filled, packed day. Um, that afternoon. At 3 o'clock from 3 to 7, Dr. Martin and I will be at, um, we'll be at Bible Way. We're playing uh, to Ron Stickman, drummer. Whew. Whitehead is having a 50th anniversary. Y'all know 50 years is a long time to do anything right. So he's been kicking those drums for 50 years. He has pulled together some legendary musicians, and it is incredible the folks that are going to be in that orchestra and yours truly, I'm playing in the orchestra. I, I just, I'm too beyond myself excited and Dr. Martin is playing. And so that is at three o'clock at Bible way um, on New Jersey Avenue. And again, the admission is free. So, I mean, you need to come out and just see these, just the musicians that are lined up in this thing. It's just, it's incredible that you can come out and see this much talent and not have to pay a fee um, to come in there. And so, um, you know, I just I thank God for the opportunities. I thank Him for uh, blessing me and Dr. Martin continuously with opportunities because He does not have to do it. Um, on October, October is a busy one, y'all. October the 26th and the 27th. Actually, we have the fellowship on the 22nd. I'll have to post that a little later. But on October the 26th and the 27th which is a Thursday and a Friday at 7.30 at First Rock Baptist Church, uh, 4630 Alabama Avenue. We will be, um, the the fellowship band will be in the house and consists of yours truly on sax, Dr. Martin on guitar, and then we have uh, Brother Jonathan Carrington on uh, drums and our keyboard player. We rotate keyboard players, so we're not quite sure yet which one's going to be with us that night, but I promise you it'll be somebody that, that's that's good. How about that? And so um, we're doing Bridging the Gap. It's a gathering of priests and Levites. And so it's everybody from the pulpit, um, the, 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 muse, the minstrels, um, and we're truly excited about that. We've got Chester Burke and Company and Robert Person, Sumner Person, Restine Jackson and Grace, Christopher Randolph, Overseer Marvin and Co-Pastor Vita McCoy, Brother Tyrone Snowden, Ginger on Sax, yours truly, and the Fellowship Band. So y'all come on out, and um, we got Ronette Harrison and Pastor Jeremiah Murphy and Winston Cheney, y'all. We're going to have a Holy Ghost good time the 26th and the 27th. And then on the 28th of October, the 28th of October, um, we are in concert um, in Columbia, Maryland, Again, it's a, an Eagles of Fire uh, sponsored event um, at three o'clock at New Hope Lutheran Church uh, for musical plays and praise and worship. And our theme is "I Believe I Can Fly." Cause y'all know what I believe. I'm crazy. I believe I can fly. Okay, God just like me soar. Let's me soar like an eagle. It says, "They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint." Hallelujah. So that is at 3 o'clock on October the 28th, um, 8575 Guilford Road. 
in Columbia, Maryland. And, again, all of this will be up on our social media pages. Um, our worship leader is Pastor Mary Anderson, and we have Psalmist uh, Minister Jana Freeman, uh, Dr. Martin O'Cornwell, um, Psalmist Tyrone Snowden, and yours truly on saxophone. So it's it's going to be a marvelous time. So I, I really would like for some, and again, uh, there is no uh, fee to get in. So we're just real excited of what God is doing. Um, and again, we thank God for the, the continued opportunities. We have some other things coming up, but they go a little further into the year. So I just kind of wanted to let you know what we have going on for September and October. And then, um, you know, as we get a little further along, I will, um, you know, announce some other things. So um, at, at this point, I think what we're going to do here is we're going to stop and do a commercial break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to get into our subject for this evening. This is Bobby Keys, and when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www50 com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the big This show is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Now let's get back to the show. Amen. Look, 50 Plus, the second half magazine, y'all, I, I, you know, I, they're doing they're doing incredible things. I, I, I call them pioneers, um, visionaries, because they, you know, they've seen some things and done some things and and you know when God gives you an idea and you run with it, that's what we tend not to do. God will give us an idea and we'll sit there and try to figure out how to do it instead of running with it. And that's a little bit about what we're going to talk about this evening. But fifty plus, um, I, I want you to go to five zero plus the second half magazine and just take a just, just peruse, just take a look around because the magazine is awesome. You you know you can even on Facebook it's P A B. P like Paul, A like Apple, B like Boy, magazine, um, and you you can find it on Facebook and just you know just go through and get all kinds of information. Um, but the magazine itself, it, you know, it covers artists um, for the fifty plus and over crowd. You know, the I call them the old school back in the day. Uh, you know, the, when when they was making music, right? And so, you know, they interview the artists. The artists speak firsthand. You get some tidbits and information about artists that you didn't know. If you're fans of artists, it's just a wonderful, wonderful tribute to um, to an era that um, was really a very special time in, in the music industry. And, and I just thank God that she had enough um, wisdom and enough insight to try to capture um, – to try to capture that segment of history, that segment of musical history. So go to 50 plus, 50 plus the second half magazine, and um, and just check it out. And, again, I just want to thank them uh, for sponsoring us to be able to do the show because it truly, the show has truly been a blessing. Now, look, I wanted to talk tonight about um, our topic for tonight is Big things happen when you do the little things right. You know, sometimes when we look at, um, we have a goal, or we might not even think of it as a goal. We might just say, oh, you know what, I want to do X, Y, and Z, and da, 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 da. and then we sit there and we get overwhelmed because it just looks like it's so monumental and it's so big and it's no way that I can do this and how am I going to, I don't, I'm not capable of doing this, and how am I going to, but you saw it, you saw it, and so what I want to want to tell you this evening is, 
don't try to eat the whole elephant all at one time because you'll choke to death. You know, some people walk in and they got this big old pink elephant sitting in the middle of the room, and they know they got to do something to resolve the fact that they got this big old pink elephant sitting in the middle of the room, and everybody in the house keeps walking around it like it's not sitting there and not trying to deal with the fact. I was like, why? I'm going to come in the door. I'm like, why is there a pink elephant in the room? Why everybody else is walking around it? Y'all know we got to get this pink elephant out of the room. Right? Uh, Y'all, let me tell y'all how we can get the pink elephant out of the room. Because some people get so overwhelmed that they can't see how to get the pink elephant out of the room. They can't see how to eat the elephant. They don't know how to digest the elephant if they try to eat the elephant. And so tonight we're just going to talk about how you can just break some things down when they look so big so that the little steps will get you to the big outcome. And I, and I, and I thought that I would borrow some tips. I thought that I would borrow some tips from uh, Mr. Don Gabor, who's really good at breaking things down um, into parts and pieces. And, and you know, so when you when you're thinking about when you're thinking about um, you're thinking about goals, and you know, you always hear you want short-term goals and you want long-term goals. And one of the things that I, I tell people that is one of the easiest things because we we try to complicate simple things. But one of the easiest things is to ask yourself, where do I want to be in the next five years? Okay, okay. So you say five years is too long. Five years is too much. I I don't even want to know where I'm, how I'm going. I don't even know how I'm going to be somewhere in the next five days. Okay, so you ask yourself, where do I want to be in the next two years? Right? And then you got to ask yourself, why in the world am I doing this? Why in the world, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to do it? Why would I want to do this? And then you got to look at what could be your possible obstacles, right? And I know I'm 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 giving you a lot at once, but I just I want you to I want I just I, we're gonna go here. We're gonna we're gonna take our time and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get here, right? So you saying, wait a minute, you telling me to to. To, to do some goals And then you're coming back telling me To define my obstacles So you're already telling me That I'm going to have some obstacles That some stuff's going to be in my way That's going to try to stop me from doing this So now I'm going back to why in the world am I doing this Amen you are Yes And it will be that way The whole time you're trying to do it Then I want you to really think about it and face, just face it, just face it, just face it, just face it. What happens, this fear, what happens if I fall flat on my face? Well, let me ask you, what happens if you fall flat on your face? Now, I can't answer that for you, but I can tell you I have fallen, and I get up. So if you fall flat on your face, are you going to get up and try it again? Right? So, where do you want to be in the next, I said five years? Why in the world would you do what you're thinking about doing? Think about the obstacles that could keep you from doing it. And then I want you to face any kind of fear that you have of falling flat on your face so that if you fall on your face, you can already thought about the fact that you might fall on your face and you can get back up and brush yourself off and go right back to the steps and walk your work your way through the steps again to try to get to your goal. Right? So we want to talk about um and I'm gonna try to work through this and give you a visual without 
um, the benefit of you being able to see what I'm doing. Um, you know, when you're talking about goals, one of the things that that you should do is is what I call a little things checklist. So even though you're, you know, you're identifying, you prioritize your goals, um, you you got to zero in on the important tasks that will take you through your short-term goals to get you to your long-term goals. So, for instance, um, you, we talked about the obstacles. You want to keep thinking about new ways to get past the tough obstacles because, you know, you can start out all gung-ho, excited, and, and, and you should stay excited, right? Cause, because we had the saying in the business that ignorance on fire is better than intelligence on ice. Because you get some people that are so intelligent, and analytical, and they're trying to figure they got to cross the I's and dot the T's, and they got to make sure that the square peg is not trying to go in the round hole, and they're getting ready to get ready to get ready to get ready. Whereas you get somebody who don't know what in the heck they're doing, they're all excited, they just, they, they're ignorant for lack of a better word. I don't, mean, I don't mean ignorant as a negative thing. They just don't know nothing about what they're doing, but they know they want to do it. And they're fired up. And they'll get to running, and and guess what? They'll get everybody around them to catch on fire. And you still got this intellectual sitting over there, and he or she is still trying to organize and put the papers in the file the right way and straightening up the desk and getting ready to get ready to get ready. And the excited one is well on the way to the short-term goal. And each step that you knock down in a short-term goal gets you closer to that long-term goal. So don't be the intellect on ice. Hello? So you just want to keep thinking of of new ways to get past um, obstacles that get in the way. And, And, you know, for instance, you might be plugging along and things might be going good and you might come up to a financial stumbling block. Then you got to go back and look at your plan and see what you had laid out in your goals as to how you were going to do. You need to raise money. Do you need to uh, do a loan? Do you need, what do you need to do? Or are you going to let it stop you? Help me, Holy Ghost. What What do you need to do to get you on the other side of that financial obstacle? Or maybe you are um, you're working towards your goal and. You know, you got a side business and you're working towards a short-term goal in your business, but you also have a full-time job, and you can't get enough time freed up in your mind to be able to reach that next goal. That's an obstacle. So what do you do? You, you sit down and you would think, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, I have an hour for lunch at work, so um, – I can't do this when I get off because I don't have time to do it when I get off. But maybe what I can do is I can make some of those phone calls on my lunch hour, or I can eat for 15 minutes and take the other 45 minutes and try to accomplish this. Or um, maybe before I leave for work in the morning, maybe I can get up an hour earlier than I normally do. And, I, yeah, I know I'm tired, but it would be worth it to me to get up and just try to put this effort into just trying to get this one little obstacle of time out of my way so I can finish this short-term goal and get to the next one. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you you know, you got to have ways to of, of thinking, of thinking in new ways to get you on the other side of the obstacles. Um. You, you want to write down your goals, your, your short-term, your mid-term goals, and post them so that you can see them every single day. You might want to, you might want to um, do a hangy thing, your rearview mirror, or you might want to post it up on your mirror in your restroom, or you might want to post it up on, I used to, I keep mine on the back of uh, 
my bedroom door. So when the door is closed, my door is closed when I get up in the morning. I see it. I now I put it on my cell phone. I have my goals are on my cell phone, and 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 they pop up on my screen. I have them set up so that that um, I have them set up so that they're on a timer and they pop up on my screen. And sometimes I want to throw the phone out the window, but I have to remind myself of what I need to be accomplishing each and every day to get to the next step that I'm trying to get to. Because if you don't plan to get somewhere, you ain't going to get nowhere. It's not going to just happen through osmosis. And so you got to plan it. You got to be diligent. You got to be disciplined and you got to just keep, you know, you got to, you just got to stay motivated. You got to get it done and you got to get it done by any means necessary. That's if you really want to get it done. And then, you know, give yourself reasonable deadlines, reasonable. Don't sit there and say, I'm going to get that pink elephant out of that living room. Mm. That pink elephant going to be gone by tomorrow. And you know, goodness well, you don't have anything in place to move the pink elephant. You don't have the tools you don't have the strength, you don't have the help, you don't have the know-how, you've been tore a whole bunch of other stuff up in the process of trying to get the pink elephant out because you didn't sit down and think about it step by step by step and what you need and what is required in order to move that pink elephant out of your living room. And, you know, you don't even, you when you get it done, you want it done. You don't want to have... Any indication that the pink elephant was ever there if it's your goal to get it out of your living room. So you got to make sure you got the proper tools. You got to do you a checklist and break it down step by step what you need to accomplish that goal. And, and so give yourself a reasonable deadline. You know, maybe it'll take you two weeks. Maybe it'll depend on how, how big the pink elephant is. Maybe it'll take you a few months to get the pink elephant out of the living room. But however long it takes, the, the, the goal is to be successful. So somebody else might have the skill set to come in and get the pink elephant out right now. But maybe that's not your skill set. So you got to know what your skill set is. Somebody might have what, what, what you need to get the pink elephant out by tomorrow. But you don't begin to know how to do it. So you first got to sit down and figure it out. You got to count the cost and and what's required to make it happen. So make yourself that checklist and give yourself that reasonable deadline because if you don't do reasonable deadlines, when it doesn't happen, you get discouraged, and discouragement can cause you to give up. And then you're sitting there with this pink elephant stuck in your living room that you got to look at every day and try to deal with not just the fact that it's there, but the fact that you failed to get it out. Lord, help me, Lord. And then after, you, after you've reached a goal, and we're going to go back and talk about, um, you know, the, 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 the little steps. But after you've, I just wanted to give you some tidbits here. After you've reached a goal, reward yourself. Like I'm in the process of uh, losing weight. I ain't saying that I'm trying to lose weight. I'm losing weight. And so um, I'm one of those people that um, – when I'm working out or walking, whatever I'm doing as for an exercise, I tend not to lose weight. I tend to lose inches. And you got to know that about yourself because you get real frustrated when you get on, on that scale and that number's not going down, but your clothes size is changing. Because what happens with some people, which, you know, tends to be the case with me, is it turns into muscle, and muscle is heavy. So, you know, I know to measure myself. I know to check my clothes size. I know my success is in do I go from 10 to a 12. Then I know my success is when I look in that mirror, my success is not looking at the scale. And eventually the scale does come down, but it takes a minute for the scale to come down for me. And so once I've lost a certain amount of inches, then I can go get me an ice cream cone. I can reward myself, or I can go get me a Pepsi, or I can go, you know, something that I don't do because I know that it's 
added to the the whole weight gain situation. And so you got to, after you reach a goal, you've got to reward yourself. Don't forget to reward yourself because um, you deserve it. But after you get yourself over that little reward, you go buy you a new dress or a new pair of shoes or, uh, you know, you go um, buy you, gentlemen, a new necktie or, or you know, uh, a cup of coffee or whatever your reward is to yourself. And I'm keeping it, you know, minimal. But um, as soon as you get yourself on the other side of that reward, then you need to be thinking about attacking the next goal that that works towards your um, long-term goal. Lord, have mercy. I'm excited. I'm excited. I just got myself all excited. I'm sorry. Y'all got this. Y'all got to work with me. I just got a little bit excited there for a minute. But look, what we're going to do right now is we're going to go to another commercial break, and then we're going to come back and talk about this just a little bit more. And I pray that this is helping somebody because I just got myself all fired up over here. <laughs> Woo. Hi, you're listening to the 50 Plus Radio Show, where the show is always so amazing. Sit back and relax and just enjoy the show. Now, let's get back to the show. You know, I really wish that, um, I really wish that the, uh, this was one of those times when we could do a, hand clap and everybody could hear the hand clap and um cuz this 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 engineer that we have girlfriend has the sweetest spirit and she just is about what she does she has um she has been such an asset to the team and and um and and PAB Magazine, they knew exactly what they were doing when they brought her on board. And, and I want to thank them for bringing her on, and I, I want to thank her for how much she helps and blesses. And if she blesses the rest of the team members as much as she blesses me, I, I oof, Lord, I, I just, you know, I just want to thank her. I just want to say thank you so much for all that you do. And listen, if anyone's listening in on the on the call-in number, if you dialed in, and you want to participate on the call, just press one, and she will see to it that you get in so that um, you can, we, you know, we can communicate. I, um, there were a number of you that reached out to me about being able to call in and and talk, um, participate in the show. So please feel free to do that. Press one if you're listening in on your uh, computer or your phone or any of your devices. Um, you have to dial in uh, in order to participate on the call, and the dial-in number, oh, silly me, you need that, don't you? The dial-in number for those of you that are on the computer or your phone or, you know, your devices listening in is uh, 347-539-5867, and then just hit one and she will get you in. Now, listen, um, let's go back here just a little bit. I want to, um, I, I want to, I want to give you a couple of quotes. Um, Lawrence J. Peter, who was a Canadian writer, he said, the young tell you what they are going to do. The old tell you what they have done. And everyone else tells you what they're going to do. The young tell you what they're doing, the old tell you what they have done, and everyone else what they're going to do. Where where do you fall? Which category do you fall in? Right? Because, you know, if you're telling me what you have done, that's a blessed thing. There's, um, you know, that's showing your success, your history. But don't get stuck there. What are you doing now? What are you doing now to work towards where you want to be? Are you are you working towards where you want to be? Have you thrown in the towel? Have you decided you're too old? Have you given up? Have you decided that 
um, you didn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish, so ain't no need in trying now. Hello? So, you know, you're never too old to learn. And and when I and I, and I say it all the time when I get to the point that I stop learning, it's time to kick dirt on me because I'm not living anymore. If I'm not learning, I feel like I'm not living. And 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 you gotta you you have to understand that you're here for a purpose. And there there's something in you that God gave you to help somebody else. So if you're sitting around and you're not working towards it and you're not um, utilizing what God gave you, you maybe you're depriving someone else of what is intended for them to have. Now don't get me wrong, God will find another way to get it to them. But hello. And, you know, we get caught up in this word success. What's success for you might not be success for me. I might feel like I'm as successful as all outdoors, as happy as a pig in flop. I'm doing what I want to be doing. You might think that I need to be doing something else or doing it a different way, but I'm doing what God gave me to do. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm thriving. But you have a definition, a different definition of what you think success ought to be for me. Hello? So there's only one success. This is what Christopher Darlington Morley said. He was an American author. He said, there's only one success, to be able to spend your life in your own way. Woo! Lord, I need to say that again. There is only one success, to be able to spend your life in your own way. Mm, mm, mm. I didn't say in somebody else's way. I said in your own way. Cecil B. DeMille said, the person who makes a success of living is the one who sees his goal steadily and aims for it unswervingly. Let me, let me share something. See, I see right now I'm going to be running out of time for what I want to get to you. We might have to do a part two on this one. Listen. Let me let me tell you something. This is kind of cute, but at the same time, it points out exactly the sort of thing that I'm talking about when I say, you know, you can be successful in a thing. You can be working towards a goal, and somebody else can see it as an as not as the success that you see it. So let me let me just give you a quick example. Um, my mother, I love my mama. Ooh, I wish that I could put my all the pictures in the world of my mama up on social media and just brag on her and talk about her. But I tried that once, and I got the beat down. I had to pull the picture down, so I don't even try to go there. But um, my mama is 90 years old and just as cute as she can be, sharp as a whip, mind intact. Got some medical challenges, you know, we kind of – Somebody has to be with her 24 hours, but um, nothing wrong with that mind. Still trapped. Okay, so we were looking at television the other week, and one of the newscasters was on, and um, one of the mainstream newscasters was on, and one of the, you know, they're doing the, they're reporting, and they're interviewing people, and, and my mama says to me, see, Ginger, that's what, you should be doing. That's what mom, she says, interviewing people and on the radio and on the television and on the, I said, Ma, I do that. Yeah, but you don't do it. I don't see you on the television. And I just had to laugh because, um, she was, well, she was serious. She really was serious. But I had to laugh because I do exactly what she says I should be doing it. But I don't do it in the manner, I don't do it in the format that she wants to see it done. So all I'm saying is that does not mean that I'm not successful in that arena. And, and, I could really let that affect me and what I'm doing. But I recognize the fact that she's still operating in um, 1900, 1920, 1920, the 20th century, and we're in 21st century technology. 
and she's not with the 21st century technology. I'm just finally getting her to the point that she understands email and a little bit about the Internet. So so I'm, what I'm saying is don't let um, – don't let other people's perceptions define your success. You you got to feel successful within yourself. I mean, this whole radio piece here is not where um, we all want it to be yet. We're growing it. We're doing the little steps, the little things, piece by piece by piece to try to build it so that the foundation is strong. So when we get down the road, it doesn't cave, and all of us have to do our piece. All of the producers is a producer every single day of the week. We've got uh, um, Wise Words with Darius on Saturday mornings at 10, and, you know, we have all these evening shows, and so each producer has to do their part to make sure that their show is functioning the way it needs to function within the guidelines of the overall peace. And each little thing that we do that has to be submitted so that we can make the big picture happen is important. So so success is defined. It's a self thing. You, you, you understand? It's not about people saying, oh, I see you on television and 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 um, I see you doing this, and I see you doing. This. You're on social media, and you know that. You got you got a million likes, and you got this, and you got that. Yeah, there's there are ways to measure things according to the guidelines, of the measuring, the billboards, and the that measure your success in certain areas. But you got to have a self fulfillment. You gotta you gotta understand what you're trying to accomplish and stay steady and attack your goals and attack your dreams to get to where you want to get to. And so when I say that big things happen, when you do the little things right, I'm just going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna skim over a little bit of this for you tonight, and I think next week we're going to come back and we're going we're gonna to dig a little deeper into this um, because it really is important that you understand how to build so that your foundation is strong um, and so that you can accomplish your big dreams and then overall feel extremely successful because you accomplished what it was that you set set out to uh, to achieve. So now you've got short-term goals, you've got mid-term goals. So you take those mid-term goals and you break them down into small steps so that they're manageable, so that they're easy to execute. Um, so you want to break a mid term goal into a series of organized little steps. You got to understand what the purpose, the specific purpose is of the midterm goal. It says, you know, the man who starts, Dale Carnegie, he says, the man who starts out going nowhere generally gets there, right? So you got to, you got to understand what your specific purpose is for the goal. And, and then you got to say, what little steps do I need to take? to achieve this goal. And then you got to say, what order do I need to execute these steps? Because if you do the steps out of order, you, you might not get to where you're trying to get to. You might not accomplish what you're trying to accomplish because you did something. You put the, the, the cart before the horse. Well, the horse can't pull the cart if the cart is in front of the horse. And then approximate how long it's going to take you to complete each step. I promise y'all, I'm going to be up tonight. <laughs> Woo. So make sure that you define that goal before you break it down into little steps. Mm, mm, mm. I'm having too much fun. Now, what little steps do you need to achieve the midterm goal? And we'll go through some of that. Um, and so you want to talk about um, what order you want to execute the steps in, how long it's going to take to do the steps. And, and I think what I'm going to do next week is I'm going to, I'm going to bring a, I'm going to, I'm going to do a model, a model of, um, of what, an example, like a project. We're going to break down a project together. How's that? We'll break down a project together. And then you want to, you want to, um, 
you want to be able to have a problem-solving strategy. So that's when now you want to get into developing your 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 flow charts. Like you know, okay, so I came in here to get the pink elephant out. Uh, let me see, what's the problem? What's the problem? <coughs> because, excuse me, because the devil is in the details, and so if you leave out a little detail, you can be sitting there not accomplishing anything. And so then you want to ask yourself, what do you do? What do you, so you want to you want to have. What's the problem, and what do I do to solve the problem? So problem-solving strategy is a, is a part of what you need to be able to accomplish this goal. So I, I think what I'm going to do is, um, is next week we're going to go through, an, like I said, we're going to go through an example. Um, we're going to talk about a project. And and we're going to look at how we break this down, so that we can um, then have a better handle. Because the model, once you have the model, you can then apply it to any project that you're working on. You might be making a dress, or um, uh, you might be crocheting a, uh, a a doily, or you you know you you might be uh, you might be designing a t-shirt, or you that's all artsy crafty stuff. You might be um, you might be putting a concert together. You might be, but the bottom line is, once you have the model, then you can then take that model and apply it to any uh, project that you're working on. And, and sometimes that's what we don't have. We don't have a guideline to get us started, to get us moving. And and um, and, and then I keep saying, if you don't know how to do something, you have to find somebody that can teach it to you to show you how to do it. You know, you the kids just went back to school. You might need a whole um, short-term, mid-term, long-term goals for the school year to get them through. You might just need to be set up and organized so that you can help them get through the school year and have the most successful school year that they have and so that you can have a successful school year so that it doesn't throw your plans and your, your things so out of whack. You know, some of our children are busy. they got busier calendars than we do, and so... Um, I, I really, this is really important to me because somebody taught this to me years ago, and I've been able to use it and apply it. And um, and you know, we'd always ask, well, what happens when we get to the the, the, the end of the uh, we get to the end of the steps? Well, guess what? You just do the steps over again, and that's what it's about—just doing the same thing over and over and over and over to keep accomplishing goal after goal after goal after goal. And then when you realize it. You've reached that big goal, and once you get to that big goal, you can then start a whole nother big goal long term and and build your stuff right into a whole nother level, or you can keep just doing the steps over and over and over and over until you just get better and better and better at what it was that you were were trying to accomplish and that's why where masters come from, and that's where Treasures, people that are referred to as treasures. You know, you got your iconic musicians, and you got your iconic, uh, you got your martial arts people, and you, and the list just goes on and on and on and on of people that you see that are masters at what they do. All they did was they learned the little steps, and they repeated the little steps until they got to the big goals. The midterm goals, short-term goals, midterm goals, and then the long-term goals. And they, it's like, you know, you, you, you get a, a martial arts person, they work in belts. You get your white belt, you get your yellow belt, you get your green belt, you get your brown belt, you get your black belt. And then there are different levels of black belts, and so different degrees of black belts. But there's a whole guidelines that they do from the white belt to the yellow belt. Things that you have to learn, they break it down in steps and until you get to the point that you can master that first level and then you move to the next level. And so that's exactly, we're going to do this next week. I'm excited about this, and um, I, I promise I'll make it something fun. And so, um, you know, I'm real excited about this. Uh, I didn't got myself all fired up in here tonight. Y'all got to work with, just got to work with a sister. And, um, and, uh, 
It's just reminded me of some things. You know, sometimes we can get a little off track, but it's okay because we always come back on. And so I, I just want to I want to thank all of you for listening in. I pray that I said something, did something to help somebody. Um, let's get rid of the pink elephant, y'all. Let's get rid of pink elephants. And I just want to say I want to say thank you again. Um, until next Tuesday at 7 p.m., I just want you all to stay blessed, and I want to thank you for listening to A Pinch of Ginger Radio Talk Show show with yours truly, Dr. Ginger Cornwell, musically known as Ginger on Saxon. PAB Magazine, thank you so much. God bless you. Hi, I listen to the 50 Plus Radio Show, and you should too. It's an amazing and awesome show. So stop by and get some support. Thanks for listening.